Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And welcome to the Retirement Clinic, Jeff Kowal, your host and president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, standing by, ready for another great show. You bet. Good morning, Paul. Good morning to you, Jeff. And uh, we also have in studio uh, Marie McFarland. In fact, Marie did the uh, market updates yesterday during the uh, Mark Belling show, so you may have heard that. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. And welcome to the uh, to the show, Marie. Uh, along with Jeff, we're here to answer questions. So first and foremost, any retirement question, anything related to your retirement, your planning for retirement, or your possibly, Jeff, we talk about this a lot already in retirement, you don't stop planning in retirement. That's right. And and I've got something I'm going to cover in a little bit that I think is kind of interesting. I don't think it's going to be a first thing, but talking about aging isn't what it used to be. And it almost re- refers to what you're talking about, where, where planning doesn't end when you get your last paycheck. It almost just begins at that point, although you should have done some planning in advance of that. You're not saying wait till 65 Absolutely to start. Absolutely <laughs> not. Just the opposite. Yeah. Start as early as you can. Uh, but- as I was getting to, those questions are welcome. We love taking your calls. We're live in studio with uh, Jeff Kowal and, of course, Marie McFarland. We will tell you about the five locations, the most recent in Racine. We will tell you about the website and all the social media stuff and the market updates that go on throughout the week. But, Jeff, on Saturdays, we're here on WIBA Madison, WISN in Milwaukee, to answer questions. And the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open. The number, 414-799-1130. You can start calling in right now. So a little, uh, let's just kind of lay out the show there. You okay. got a sexy segment today? Oh, you bet. And, you know, it's interesting because we have the sexy segment is the wealth management and preservation segment. That one is uh, uh, for people with a million dollars or more. So we're going to start today with how do you accumulate a million dollars. But we also have Aaron's boss segment, boss minute, uh, business owners Savings and security. You got to think about that acronym. <laughs> BOSS, but luckily we have the uh, the acronym. Yeah. Um, but so that, and when we do the, as you mentioned, the market reports Monday through Friday, we do the business reports on WISN at the three o'clock news block and five o'clock news blocks. We try to give you one minute of what's going on in the market today. What's what's driving your retirement and investment account up or down that particular day? Is it a government report? Is it corporate earnings? Is it a new? issue like market that particular day. That's why we do the business reports, let you know it's driving the market uh, up or down. Um, Madison, we do it at at, uh, WIBA in Madison at uh, 4.55, so just before the 5 o'clock news block. Uh, Again, then we wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ every day Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock news blocks on WISM Milwaukee and 4.55 on WIBA in Madison. I mentioned the uh, five locations, Racine being your most recent addition. Jeff, you've got Waukesha, Port Washington. You're in Middleton. That's Madison. And uh, Phoenix, Arizona. More information on the web, thekowalway.com. Check out the website. And we'll give out Jeff's office phone number throughout the hour as well if you want to reach out off the air. We got some callers already. You ready to take some questions, Jeff? Sure. And then we'll get to your topics. I know you got a lot going on and a lot of stories to get to, but we certainly welcome your questions on the retirement clinic. So let's start. Racine? Speaking of Racine, <laughs> Ted's scrambling with his phone. Good morning, Ted. Hi, Ted. Morning. What's up? Morning. Hey, uh, with the new tax law, there's like the 0% capital gains rate. 
<clears throat> but there's a is a cutoff like seventy eight thousand or seventy five thousand. Is that adjusted gross income or gross income or what is that cutoff? Uh, how do they how do they measure that? I think it's going to be ta- that's more of a of a tax question, but I believe that that's uh, taxable income that you're going to have the uh, capital gains, and they'll take it after that. But I'll look it up. Um, capital gains. You mean to look it up right now, or are you going to get back to it? Right oh, okay. That's the advantage of this. It's, Technology. Know, that's that's a wonderful thing. Capital gains tax rates. Uh, I might have to look it up, <laughs> but at that rate. But I'll I'll get back to you on that. Did you have any other question about that? Well, I just it's, I have like uh, you know some mutual funds that I want to cash them. I want to buy you know buy a house, and and if I can do that. If I cash too much in, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to put myself over a threshold. So. Well, what you also might want to do, that's a very good question. Yeah. And your second part of your question is actually uh, even more applicable for a lot of our listeners, is that um, when when a lot of times there are things that are going to happen in your life, whether you're buying a piece of property or buying a business or just need to give to grandkids or kids uh, to help them out, you need to ma- uh, take money out of joint or individual accounts that have capital gains in them. What we try to do for our clients is match up gainers with losers, so uh, it, so it doesn't even become an issue. In other words, if you have one stock that has a, a, a ten thousand dollar gain and you have another one that has a seven thousand dollar loss, you might want to match up those two so that your uh, capital gain when you sell those is only going to be about three thousand dollars. So you try to ma- uh, match gainers with losers. If you can get it to zero, that's perfect because then it doesn't matter what your tax bracket is. It doesn't matter what the capital gain rate will be. Uh, uh, it matters that you're uh, trying to, to to minimize the taxes as much as possible. And, and Ted, thank you for the phone call. If Ted wants to follow up on this other issue, you can call your office. Absolutely. Obviously. Give us a call, uh, 262-522-4040. And also, as long as you brought it up, Paul, uh, the nature of our practice, we are the re- uh, de-retirement de- uh, specialists. That we, this is what we do all the time. Morning and night, uh, this is for our firm. If you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets are close to or already in retirement, a great way to reach us is to go to the com because you can click get started and you can uh, uh, contact us, uh, request an appointment. And Ted, if you want to do the same, we have that receiving office. We'd be happy to meet you down there as well. Thank you for the phone call, Ted. And uh, that was just getting us started. We got plenty of time to answer your calls here in WISN and WIBA. So you can contact the retirement clinic right now by calling 799-1130 on the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. All right. So we've got Mc- Marie McFarland in studio. This is your first show, right? This is my first show. Well, welcome so aboard. Thank you. And she sounds good, doesn't she? She's got a great radio voice. <laughs> I, I thought that yesterday when you did your uh, market oh, updates. I appreciate it. <laughs> so we have some topics that you wanted to dive into here, Jeff. Yeah, let's start with this one. Uh, we talked about the sexy segment that we do at the last quarter hour of the show, uh, and that's a wealth management preservation segment for those with a million dollars or more. But how do you get there? This is, I thought, a pretty good Money Magazine article. It said, here's how to save a million dollars by 65 based on how old you are now. Uh, Alex Langone is the uh, author. Harness the power of compound interest by starting to save as early as possible. It's never too early to start putting money away for retirement if you want to brag about your millionaire status to your future pickleball partner. <laughs> I don't great? even know what that is. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, I I'm kind of with you. I, I've heard of pickleball. I really don't know what it is. That's a game that 
people with advanced age with limited Old people mobility. Play. Yeah, that's why <laughs> we don't know about them. Do, they do play it pretty aggressively. Some of them do. Hmm. But if we wait until you're 35 to start investing your savings in the stock market, to become a millionaire by 65, you will have to save more than double the amount you would have needed to sock away if you started at 25. Um, assuming an 8% return on stocks and 4% return on bonds. And again, I'm, nobody's promising these. It's just historically. And just for inflation at 2%, the least you can save to become a millionaire is $306 a month if you start when you're 20 and plan to retire at 65. So $306 a month. Of course, very few people start that early. So if you wait till you're 25, you can still do it Relatively inexpensively at $444 a month. Uh, you can invest your stock, you can, uh, mutual funds, things like that through your 401k plan, IRA, Roth IRA. Many people are tempted to put off the savings. Um, but, uh, financial advisors say that to become a millionaire by 65, you need to tackle both goals at once, saving and paying off debt. Because a lot of times, uh, especially these uh, 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 people who've gone to college have a mound of debt, and they say, I, I won't save right now. I'm going to put the money into reducing the debt or you know, working from paycheck to paycheck. You mentioned a millionaire by age 65. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of like the rule of thumb for a lot of people and their goals? It all depends. Uh, a, a good rule of thumb, I think, is the 1.2 to 1.5 times your annual income when you retire. Yeah, so it's different for all of us. It's different for everybody. It depends whether you have a pension or not. So you might not need a million. Somebody today, a million dollars isn't going to, you know, 25, it's not going to be worth it. You might need five million at that yeah. time. A uh, million dollars is, is uh, uh, the article kind of goes on to say that you don't know whether that's going to be enough. But just to give me, let me give you a couple more ages before we get to the break. And uh, some of them may sound impossible, but are really very likely. 35, if you wait till 35, you save $942 a month. Again, if, if you have 8% return, 60-40 split, stocks to bonds, 8% on stocks, 4% on bonds, 2% inflation. At 40, you need 1396 about $1,400 a month. At age 45, you need $2,126 a month. So that's almost double as well from 40. 50, you need 3400 a month, and I, uh, uh, which is still about, uh, what's, uh, $40,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Just about $40,000 a year. If you haven't done anything by 65 and you need to start saving. Good luck. Well, but it's $6,000 a month. But the key to that is, and even when you hit age, age 50, you have some advantages because you can put more money in after age 50 for one. For two, if your mortgage is paid off or if your kids are gone from college, you may have more money available at that time. So $6,000 a month may not seem like a big deal at 55 when you don't have any college debt or you're not paying college expenses or other things anymore. Hey, Jeff, uh, can we sneak in a quick call before the break? Sure. Okay. Uh, Dave in Oak Creek has been hanging on, and we do have to sneak in a quick break. We're on in WIBA Madison, WISM Milwaukee. Marie McFarland joins your host, Jeff Kowal, in studio on the Retirement Clinic. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing okay. Hi, Dave. Okay, so I'll be 65 in September, and I know that I have to apply for uh, Medicaid, Medicare either three months before or three months after that. Okay, so that's good. Now, um, who carries my insurance after that? Is it my work insurance or is it Medicare? I, so you're still working? 
Yes. A lot of times your your company will allow you to keep a Medicare type of supplement plan uh, or if your plan is so good there, you could delay uh, Social Security you, uh, if there's a good reason you still have the uh, company plan. Uh, each one works. Uh, ultimately, when you quit working, you're going to have to uh, apply for a Medicare supplement. Um, Joe Still is going actually going to have a guy on the show in a couple of weeks uh, that specializes in uh, Medicare, Medicare supplements and uh, advantage programs, all those things. And that'll be a good uh, good one for you to listen to. What do most and, people do, Jeff? If you're working at age 65, you're happy with your job, you've got good benefits. Right. And if they allow you to, to continue their plan, um, you can delay uh, applying for, for Medicare if you have a full plan on, on uh uh, uh, at work, full health insurance benefit. A lot of times you'll supplement with what you have at work. You'll take the Medicare and then they like you to fall off of their plan because it's fairly expensive and then you'll go with the Medicare. But again, that's uh, uh, Kevin Trubenbach is going to be on in a few weeks and he's going to be a great guy to run that question by and see what all your alternatives might be. So it's up to the employer. I think it depends on what type of plan they have after age 65, after you hit age Medicare age. I would definitely check with your benefits department and find out, uh, even before you go uh, uh, apply for Medicare. Um, certainly 65, everybody knows that's the age that we are eligible for Medicare, right. correct? Um, so, Dave, thank you for the phone call. We're going to give you some phone numbers if you want to follow up off the air. When's that guest going to be on our show? Two weeks, he said? weeks, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll do that. We've got to sneak in a Put quick me on this spot. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> I know he's going to be on. Just it's sometime. A, yeah, sometime. Yeah, keep listening every week. Why would you not listen every of week? Course. Just in case. Just assume he'll be on some hey, show This the is the week that he's on. So we'll, uh, we've got to sneak in this break, Jeff, and then we'll be right back. We have... Aaron Kowal standing by. That boss segment's coming up. Business owners, savings, and security. The sexy segment right around the corner in the second half of the show. In between that, your calls are welcome. And we'll be right back to take those on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. The number to call is 799-1130. The Retirement Clinic will be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. There can be an endless amount of unneeded drama when you mix business with family. The drama can be multiplied or divided depending on the relationships and personalities. Here are a few things to keep in mind to maybe establish some sort of structure to mitigate the possibility of an explosive situation. First, know your role. If the family members of the business don't know their role and what they should be doing, it can cause major stress if there's uncertainty. Just like uncertainty in the markets can create volatility, uncertainty in a family business can cause turmoil as well. Well defined roles and great communication can smooth out many misunderstandings. Going along with everybody knowing their roles is to establish the right boundaries. It's not fun going to family gatherings when you know you may get into an argument about work. If business needs to be discussed when at home or at a gathering, it may make sense to agree that business is only discussed for 5 to 10 minutes in private outside of work. And it can also be hard to switch gears from being around family to focusing on work, and you may not get your best work done either. It's also important to see things from different points of view. In the vast majority of family businesses, the family members involved love each other and want each other to be successful. But people obviously view things differently from each other, and if you want to maintain harmony, it's crucial to try to look at issues and obstacles from the other's point of view. 
Many times it's beneficial to be brutally honest with each other as long as it's done with respect. Last, you can't forget to have fun. Many entrepreneurs fall into the trap of working so hard they forget to have fun. Remember to laugh and not take it all too seriously. Anytime you work together, the business can be taxing on your relationship. Make time to talk about things not work. Life's too short to not enjoy it. Well, that is a good point. Aaron Kowal just said life is too short to not enjoy it. So many times over the years, Jeff, we have talked, and um, aside from the business owners part of it, we've heard comments like, you can't take your money with you. <laughs> you we've talked yeah. about all kinds of things. Some people choose to leave their money, you know, next generation passing on the wealth. Others don't, right? So I don't know. Everybody's, everybody's, everybody's different with that. But what Aaron is kind of saying is that, you know, Leah and Claire, his kids have soccer games today, so I shouldn't beat them up on with anything with regarding the office while the game's going on. I think that's what he's saying. <laughs> Be kind, in other yeah, words. Yeah. yeah. Dad, uh, watch her kick. Don't, 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 right, don't exactly. talk to me about with exactly. anything at the office. So, and I um, think that that makes a lot of sense, separating it and, and having priorities and making sure that, you know, we've only been given a certain amount of time on this earth and let's make the most of it with the relationships, people we love and things like that. Yeah, that's well said. And what I said, Jeff, is also true, right? You've had clients that, well, this is my money. I want to spend it. And other people oh, want, sure. want their kids to get something. Yes, yes. And everybody's different. And who's right? That's it's up to them. Well, we started the show by taking two calls right off the top of the hour, and that's great. We'll continue to take more of your questions. In fact, if you are just joining us on the Retirement Clinic, we've got Madison listeners to WIBA and, of course, WISN in Milwaukee. Joining us, Marie McFarland from Jeff's office at the Kowal Investment Group. It's time to get into one of your topics with you and Marie. Well, I'm going to let Marie start this time. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm excited. So I wanted to kind of go back to the basics. Obviously, I'm new to the Coal Wall Investment Group, and I'm so excited and blessed to be here. Um, and I want to go you back love her. to <laughs> <laughs> already. We do. Yes. Keep on saying nice like, things. That helps. Fluff them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to talk about going back to the basics and why um, working with the financial advisor is beneficial, and what are the benefits you get from that. Um, and so I did a lot of reading, and of course, from experience, the main things that came to mind were the first and foremost obvious reasons like budgeting, tax planning, estate planning, um, but also the emotional side of it, um, which I've gotten to notice firsthand in regards to client meetings with Jeff already. Um, and when I talk about the emotion side, one experience we've already seen is individuals going through illness. Um, for example, a big topic, of course, is dementia. And holding people's hands through that process and what to do and what the family members experience. Um, it was just really impressive and just treating people like family. It, I just, it was amazing. Well, that is one of the roles and you're going to go through more of the roles of financial advisors, but, and you think that sometimes you can do it online or you can do it with a robo advisor, but who's going to give you a hug when things, something like that happens when you have someone, you lose your best friend to dementia. Did you yeah. say robo advisor? Yeah. I've never really heard of that term. Yeah, I know is, exactly uh, what you're talking about. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, if you do things online, <laughs> yeah, that computer's not going to reach out and give you a hug. That's right. No. So or help about, you control your emotions either. Well, yeah. the emotions, you bring up a great point, Marie. It's health, obviously. But at the same time, you're going through a very difficult time. Let's say it's cancer or something or dementia or Alzheimer's. You also have your finances to worry about. Correct. Yep. And where to turn to and what to take from. Yep. And yeah, I um, some other big key factors. So I think that retirement planning, especially, I mean, just think of all the last 40 plus years you've been training yourself to save, 
make money, save money. And now you have to unwind all of those habits that you just created. Yeah. Start spending some yeah. of those things. Yep. And so I think um, I've noticed our team especially, we're able to help you kind of transition to that and make it okay and make you feel peace of mind while you're spending your money and enjoying your retirement. It's exactly what you were talking about. And what she's saying is when you do the planning, when you're starting to unwind this, that's when, so, well, in advance of that also, but that's when some of those determinations you know, if you I had a client last week say that he's he, nobody in his family has lived past seventy five. I'm not going to mm. live past that. So his his goal when we put we run it out to age one hundred that means so little to him. On the other hand, we have other people want to make sure that last to age one hundred and they're able to pass assets on to their kids. So everybody's got a different perspective, but, but and that's the type of thing you have said on the show, Jeff. That you may screw up and live a long time. I mean, we joke about that. That seventy five year old age may happen for him, but it may not. He doesn't know for and sure. He, yeah, and it depends. I mean, sometimes they keep people keep themselves in pretty good shape, and they could blow right. Through it, even though nobody in their family has. Right. But that's the planning that we do. So we plan for that alternative as well. I mean, we are living longer, bottom yep. line, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry, Marie, we got sidetracked. That's no, right. that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing, I think, um, again, just kind of experience and kind of why I got into the business in regards, I think advisors also are able to help people understand like what's their story and then legacy planning. I mean, we kind of touched on it already, um, but it is truly important to some people and everybody's legacy is obviously different, just like everybody's financial plan story is different. Um, but I think that's another thing that I've noticed uh, clients really rely on us for that legacy planning and ultimately finding the best path to create what that looks like again to them. Good stuff. It's good stuff. So everybody's legacy, I mean, everybody's different. Clearly, all your clients are different, Jeff. They're, I guess, everybody's idea of what retirement is. Until we are retired, we're pretty not, sh- not sure what that's going to entail. I might be bored. <laughs> but that's what Maria's talking about also. Uh, we can't help with you being bored. Too much, although we do have client events. There's I no guess, way. I, I, I guess you can come to those a couple times a year. I, <laughs> here's one thing I'll say. I'll never be bored in retirement. I know I won't. Yeah. I just, well, so, yeah. I've got too much stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, my big concern in retirement, if I ever do it, I don't think that that's ever going to happen. No, you're not going to retire. <laughs> Is that James going to look at me and say, what are you doing here? <laughs> don't you have something to do, somewhere to go? Yeah, I'm not used to being you around the yeah. house. Um, that actually happened with my parents. So my dad's around the house. And my mom wasn't used to it and made some comments. Yeah. <laughs> not really a bad thing. I'm just not really used to this. So yeah. uh, you'll get a hobby or something. Yeah, go find something to do. There was a study this week that we actually talked about in some of the shows, Jeff, that a third of Americans are bored. Just oh. bored. Yeah. I don't get that. We've got everything in our oh, fingertips. Was it broken down by uh, uh, age? Dem- no, it was not a demographic Because I remember, and a lot of people in the audience will remember this, where my parents would kick us out at, you know, in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, especially in the summer. You'd come home for lunch, come home for dinner, and they'd say, you know, we'll see you at dusk. And that was when it. When it's and dark, you better be home. And if nobody's at the playground, too bad. Find something to do. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what if you're bored? It's, Keep busy. Like, that's my problem? <laughs> well, that's a generational thing. I oh, really yeah. think there's something to that. And I don't want to get on this, you know, preaching, get the kid off the couch and quit playing video games. But certainly we've got everything at our fingertips. If I'm bored, here's what I do. I go to YouTube. I just start watching <laughs> stuff. Pretty soon, 20 minutes goes by and I'm, okay, I'm not bored anymore and I'm involved in something else. You've got to keep yourself busy. Well, there's busy. another alternative, yeah. 
<laughs> Let me run this past you because this was a Raymond James article that we actually put up on our website that I thought was uh, really insightful. It's it, it starts out to be really kind of weird. It's like really people thought like this in the old days. It's uh, aging isn't what it used to be. Um, in in a brave new world, technology is adding to quality of life. With each passing year, the ability to truly grow older gracefully and healthfully is becoming easier with each new invention. The way we grow old is itself an invention of sorts. Until the mid-19th century, older age was very individualized, something experienced in different ways at different stages of life. But in the 1850s, this I thought was pretty interesting. In the 1850s, doctors began searching to understand why younger people seemed to recover more easily from illness. Out of this emerged a medical idea that we were born with a finite amount of energy. This was the... And so in order, in danger of, of white hairs running out of energy, they said that you had to slow down. You had to preserve your energy even at early ages. Oh, the mindset <laughs> was to, to sit on the rock. You have, yeah, your battery's only going to last so long. There's only so much energy in there. We've done a total 180 since then. Yeah. From then on, people were encouraged to save energy and rest in order to last beyond age 65. I like the study. At next time, I'm, you know, <laughs> grass i'm conserving my energy yeah i'm getting old forget the fact that it was from 1850 <laughs> you, you wouldn't have to tell dawn that you could just say it's it's, it's a, a study in the past said that in the past yeah. now in 1850 we weren't living to 85 90 yeah, years that's old. why they said they were talking about living right. past 65 but that again the theory has long been discredited Nearly one out of four baby boomers in America defy this premise every day by refusing to slow down as they age, working longer, traveling more, and living longer than ever before. So I talked about a couple of tips. One is keep zooming. Regardless of age, recent technological advances like blind spot and lane detection, voice recognition, and parking assistance keep us all safe on the road. Soon other discoveries that sound like science fiction will become the norm. What if your car could sense your eyelids growing heavy and tell you to pull over and rest? Have a oh, cup man. of coffee and moron, you're getting sleepy. <laughs> yeah, bad traffic. What if your car spritzed lavender or lowered air temperature as your heart rate and blood pressure went up? I, that's, so, <laughs> goodness, that would be amazing. I'd like that. We're, we're, we're almost there now. <laughs> yeah. You talk about the self-correcting drive. You know, you, you yep, go over the yes. line, it'll pull yep. you back, yep, all of yep. that. And then they talked about Uber and Lyft. For And I think Mark was even talking about that this week about um, – uh, you know why are they expanding the train the the the, the trolley line in Milwaukee? Why you mm-hmm. know because people aren't going to be using that stuff anyway. They're going to be using Uber and other things and Lyft. That's right. So keep zooming. Another one: age in place. Thanks to smart technology like Bluetooth and GPS, many families have been able to to delay or avoid altogether the tough decision to move a loved one to an assisted living facility. Smart lavatories can measure weight and vital signs, bracelet, watches, and clothing can track activity and heartbeat. Carpets can detect falls. The MIT uh, Age Lab, which develops innovations to add to quality of life in retirement, is harnessing NASA technology to figure out ways to track mom's medications and dad's eyeglasses via tiny radio frequency tags wow for caregivers isn't that phenomenal you went over some really cool stuff in there the smart toilet in other words (laughs) yeah 
Hey, yeah. buddy, you're way too much, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, or you didn't use it often enough. Is something going on? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't think this is not around the corner. You're going to have an app for everything, tracking every movement. Yep. Uh, and some of this, you may say, is too invasive or privacy is threatened. I don't know. The technology is a great equalizer, Jeff. If you use the proper way, it's a wonderful and tool. Especially for caregivers. For a lot of times, it's, it's the spouse or... Um, you know, kids that have to give the caregiver. If you can use some technology so that you don't have to go there all the time, but you can just check a monitor to see if this is going on. I mean, that can save a lot of time, a lot of anxiety, a lot of heartache um, that you don't have to be there constantly. Reinvent yourself. Before the age of the internet, people who wanted to keep working in retirement had to put dreams on hold. Now, though, no more putting travel plans on hold when you can fire up a laptop from anywhere around the globe. No internet? No worries. You can even use your phone as a personal hotspot. Similarly, gone are days of being confined to brick-and-mortar school for continuing education, online online courses, earn degrees, things like that. Last is stay happy and stay connected and happy. Studies show that staying connected to the world around us helps keep us happier, which in turn keeps us healthier. You hear that, boomers? Use Facebook. Yeah. Is that what they're saying? Stay connected? I think so. Okay. So don't use the look up old girlfriends and things like that. Don't use it the right <laughs> way. And when you're married, just, just don't. Well, the thing with Facebook, if used again the right way, is pretty cool to look yeah. up, right? Friends or relatives that live in Arizona, I can see their picture. Yeah. You know, but uh, again, yeah, don't use it to look and, up your old high school girlfriend. Yeah, that's right. I, I agree. Yeah, living far away from grandkids, apps like WhatsApp, Voxer, FaceTime, close the virtual distance and offer face-to-face contact without having to get on the plane. So just stay connected. Um, and it's just uh, things have changed dramatically. I think I mean, that's good advice. Talking about where we started in this article where we talked about um, – Saving your energy because you only have a finite amount of energy to have WhatsApp and all this stuff coming at you. It's pretty interesting. Uh, Do you find, Jeff, you're pretty tech savvy, right? Do you find a lot of your airline? I think you are. I mean, I, you're always, I, I do keep up. You've but. got a tablet. You're always showing me stuff. You're you're wired in, right? You you use technology. In fact, we need to mention your social media for oh, the call. Right. Yeah, you're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and all this stuff. Uh, okay, so you're involved in social media. Do you see your clients as they age? Doing the same, or do some stray away and say, "I've had it." It varies. That's a that's yeah. a very good question. Uh, you know, because we are retirement planning specialists. Um, it varies, you know, some of our clients who are, because we're licensed in 27 states, so we're doing reviews with clients throughout the year and connecting with them uh, uh, via um, go to meeting or to or with FaceTime or other things. Skype. Or just by phone, Skype, yep, just to make sure that we're keeping in touch and reviewing on an ongoing basis. And there you can have minimal amount of tech savvy to be able to communicate face to face. So that's pretty easy. Some of the other things, and uh, you know, we're constantly have to upgrade our, our computer systems at the office. Uh, security is the biggest thing. Cybersecurity, um, especially in, with a financial organization, we definitely have to keep up with that. And we do. So hey, I, um, I, I got something real quick for you. Maybe Carol. Oh Rich boy. <laughs> this is uh, my daughter and my wife have been getting calls from this. Well, they're scams. We know that. But yeah. Jeff, uh, to their cell phone saying it's something's wrong with your social security number. I mentioned this at work. Others are getting them too. Yeah. Carol has preached on the show. You're not going to get, they're not going to reach out via right. phone and right. call you. So ignore them, right? It's, I think that's, it, that's it's a scam, advice, obviously. Yeah. My, my daughter called me from Whitewater. Something's up with my social security. I go, 
What are you talking yeah. about? I said, just ignore those calls. Yeah, they are scams, and they're getting pretty sophisticated. Now we were even hearing it this week where some of those local calls that look like they're right next door, that yeah. it's an international call, and they, the longer they can keep you on the line, the more money they make just talking to you. Mm-hmm. Mm, you got to be careful. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to take a break, Jeff. Your sexy segment, any little tease for This us? is going to be pretty interesting because it's uh, – Pro athletes have a relatively short earning period of time. They make a lot of money, short period of time. But we have some people that that go through life, either if it's a sudden wealth, inheritance, divorce, other things, where they get a lot of money coming at them in a short period of time. We're going to talk about that. Ooh, what Ooh. to do with it? Maybe you win the lottery? That's exciting. Oh. <laughs> that, well, we could, that is an option. Yeah. So this is one of the ways you get to sudden wealth. Uh, we'll be right back with the sexy segment. In the meantime, the Kowal Way gives you more information. Jeff's website. You can call the office. Call the Kowal Investment Group at 262-522-4040 or 877-560-4040. Marie McFarland joins Jeff Kowal in studio today. The Retirement Clinic on WIBA, WISN. We'll be right back. Yeah, it be so easy. I'll just write it from my heart. It is time. Oh, welcome back. We should say it's the retirement clinic today on WISN and WIBA. Marie McFarlane in studio, her first show doing a fantastic job. You will hear Marie doing the market updates along with the rest of the staff uh, during the work week, Monday through Friday, with market updates on WIBA and WISN. But this, Jeff, is your turn. It's the sexy segment. This, yeah, this show, <laughs> this show is for everybody. This particular segment is the wealth management and pres- preservation segment. We call it the sexy segment. For this is for people with a million dollars or more. And a lot of people think, well, you know, I don't have a million dollars. But if you have a $500,000 home, if you have $500,000 in your retirement plan, you're at a million dollars. If you have a million dollars or $2 million of life insurance, you're at two or $3 million. If you own your own business, if you have other investments, if you get an inheritance, as you mentioned earlier, if you get win the lottery, these are times when you can be suddenly wealthy. You could be $10 million, $20 million, $50 million or more. This segment is for you. This one I thought was a pretty interesting article from Money Magazine, What Pro Athletes Can Teach Us About Retirement. They have a much shorter runway than the rest of us to prepare for life's next phase. Um, and again, we talk about sudden wealth, inheritance, a divorce, retirement, 401k rollover, uh, death of a spouse, lottery. There's a number of ways that you can get money over a short period of time. Professional athletes are notorious for thinking that their um, income is going to last forever. But there are a couple of NFL athletes. Uh, 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 Andrew Hawkins was one um, that was surrounded by Lamborghinis, Ferraris, and Bentleys. And now was the moment he decided to buy himself a nice car. Nothing flashy, maybe a Mercedes or Audi. Uh, Whatever it would be, an upgrade from his used 2005 Chevy Impala that he bought in college. Anyway, during a practice break with the Cincinnati Bengals, he decided he, he listened to somebody else and said, You'll be careful. Somebody brought in a speaker and said, be careful. Your, your income's not going to last forever. Um, and it, it happens. A lot of times these people don't, or they it, it, uh, they need a wake-up call. Yeah, but you can they, tell them that 20 times, you know, and they may still. The Packers have somebody on staff yep. that lectures rookies about yep, this every and time. Yep, that hit home with him. Yeah. And and so he put together a company that helped, that counsels other 
professional athletes. But you don't have to be a professional athlete to have a short window of opportunity. A lot of times people, when they reach a certain point in their career, all of a sudden they they either develop something or they're at the top of their game and they're going to have a window of opportunity that they think is going to last forever. A lot of times people in their their early, mid-50s think they've reached a peak of their career. And then all of a sudden, and you know, I've been at this for 40 years, so I've seen it happen numerous times where companies all of a sudden will downsize. And when you downsize, what happens? Well, they they figure if they've got somebody that's making $200,000, they can get three guys at $50,000 apiece to do the same work you're doing. They'll save money in the process. They don't need you anymore. So now you think at your t- you're at the top of your career, you're at the peak, and it's going to last forever. Well, a lot of times it doesn't last forever. So this is just kind of a heads up to say what should you be doing it starts with live with live beneath your means um he was lucky uh, hawkins was lucky to learn about the dollar side of the career from his older brother who had previously played in the nfl many athletes have little or no experience managing their finance having been drafted straight out of college the average salary across all sports and professional athletes is 1.9 million but after paying your taxes your agent your financial advisor, helping family and friends and maintain a certain lifestyle. Buying a Jaguar. You're often left with much less than Lamborghini money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think 1.9. Oh, my gosh. Most yeah. of us would kill to make that yep. in one year, right? Yep. Anyways, despite cashing a seven-figure check, he still made himself um, uh, live below his means. A financial golden rule most Americans, athletes or not, struggle to live by. NFL come out with one of the best 401ks, so it's free money. So he preaches, and we talk about this. If you get a company match in your 401k, make sure you take advantage of it. Yep, at least put as much in as the company will match. More than that, if you can. You're giving yourself extra money later on with the 401k. Um, Fidelity, and this is what we talked about earlier. Uh, If if you're making $100,000 a year, Fidelity... uh, uh, say you need a minimum of 10 times your annual salary saved up to live comfortably in retirement. Next one, don't bank everything on future income. Uh, planning and earnings that may never materialize. Whether from pie-in-the-sky investments or expectations about your career longevity is a common financial fumble. Uh, that's an interesting thing because a lot of times people we talk and Aaron talks about it in his segment, you know, banking on your uh, your business to be able to carry you forever may or may not happen. Um, so don't bank on that future income. Career, an athlete's career may be cut short. An executive's career may be cut short. So plan for that possibility. Um, and athletes and others need a strong financial foundation. College-educated women attain a high salary of sixty thousand at age forty, and college-educated men realize a high salary of ninety-five thousand at forty-nine, according to PayScale. Uh, average workers earning powers. Anyway, they go on to talk about financial advisors often refer to the peak earning years. For many workers, this simply isn't the case. Some 56% of workers, 50 and under, are laid off at least once or leave their jobs under financial difficult circumstances. And that's a pretty 56% of workers. Yeah, that's a big number. So plan well in advance for transitions. Um, once he figured out his football career was coming to a career, Williams started taking advantage of career transition programs so you can do the same in your career. Um, uh, plan for the future. Plan for the possibility. You can never be too early, but you can definitely be too late. 
um, you know, and that doesn't just go for athletes, Jeff. That's for everybody. Right. And, and every stage, if you if uh, technology is going so fast at your company, you got to make sure that you keep up. Adam, our son in, at uh, engineer at Honeywell, he's constantly keeping up with the technology there. He's bringing on 3D well, printing imagine. and other things. Cause, and he thrills. He's thrilled by doing it. Uh, loves the challenge of making sure that he's the one that helps bring in new technology to Honeywell. Good, sexy segment here today. Jeff, we'll take our last break. We'll be right back with more of the Retirement Clinic after this. We are wrapping up this week's Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowalf. We thank you for joining us. There are now five locations, and we thank, of course, Marie McFarland for being here, financial advisor at the Kowal Investment Group. Yeah, thank you. Good that job. Was fun. Yeah. You're going to be back again, you know. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> and uh, we look forward to the hearing you doing market updates Monday through Friday. Jeff, you've got five locations, including That's right. Racine. And all of them are easily accessible online at thekowalway.com. So if you go on the kowalway.com, our website comes up in the upper right-hand corner is a contact us. So if you want uh, information, if you want to schedule a meeting with us, if you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, if you're close to or already in retirement, our goal is to help you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs or blow it all if you want to. If that's your objective. <laughs> if that's your objective. But it starts with going to the website, thekowalway.com. Contact us or 262-522-4040. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, it's tired of doing it yourself, getting whipsawed by the markets, uh, give us a call or go online. Uh, if you have assets scattered all over the place, if you're not sure, and, and Marie had brought up working with an advisor, is, this is the time to do it. Go online, uh, the Kowal Way, K-O-W-A-L, the Kowal Way.com, or uh, 262-522-4040. Works for all of our offices, including Madison and Illinois and all over. Anywhere. Yeah, Jeff, yeah. have a great weekend. <laughs> thanks, you too. The Retirement Clinic, WISN and WIBA. Thanks for joining us.